0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age various by jurisdiction void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.com slash bball for eligibility deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources support for this show comes from Atlassian Atlassian software like Jira Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. It's
1: not another Buffalo podcast. With Rando. Guess what, buddy? You're not gonna earn it today. Go back home. You're not gonna get it today because Josh is gonna come out and kill you. I'm sorry, I'm not murderous.
2: I'm not a murderer. John. Man. I couldn't possibly Man. pull off a feat that's only been pulled off once this season by, by, the, by the great the, the great Pat Caprio,
3: picker of picks. Um <laughs> Pat. Picker of picks. Picker of noses. <laughs> um <laughs> but, yeah. um
2: Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Brandon Cooper and Patrick DiCaprio. Uh, we're part of the Buffalo Rumblings multiverse. Happy to be here. Obviously, a lot going on this week, and likely there will be things that happen between the time that we're recording this and the time that it comes out. But gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Have you been uh, scrolling through the, the Twitter today, keeping up with stuff?
1: One of those times that uh, kind of in reference to our previous episode where like, I saw the Staffold signing and then I took a nap and it's like that roulette wheel of what happens in the hour and a half that you're sleeping. Did the world get nukes? Did the bills sign anybody? Did
2: anybody leave? Like Brandon, a lot of things happen while you're taking naps. Like if we ever need something to happen, we should just tell you to take a nap and then.
1: <laughs> well, I, I want to say that's because generally a lot of stuff also happens while I'm awake because I'm, of all the time. <laughs> it's a catch twenty two. It's a catch yeah. twenty two. What about you, Pat? What have you been thinking? Is this is this a sticker shock? What'd you think of uh Christian Kirk making twenty one million dollars a year?
3: Hey man, if he wants to go down there, him and him and Zay Jones wanna wanna chill in the uh whatever. Universal
1: Studios bathroom. Zay Jones is making 10, thirty
2: million dollar
3: contract for Zay 10 Jones. Ten million a year. And we're okay. getting upset. Mr. Khan's just throwing the money out. He must just not look at game film or something. But <laughs> you know. I bet you I just I every time I think of Jacksonville, I'm
1: just like, their GM is just taking a dump in the middle of the locker room. Like
3: Well, didn't they sign they signed some big offensive lineman too here? Uh what is his name? Brandon Scherf. Um
1: there's anything to get Trevor Lawrence to be like, please stay. I
3: mean, go I'm along right. with
1: your reference. It's like When your boss gets a ping pong table for the office or like a new coffee machine. Yeah. But the office still sucks.
3: (laughs) I was going to say, nothing's really going to change except you might have better coffee. Um, You might get better at ping pong. So they also signed Evan Ingram,
2: who was connected to the bills through a couple of rumors. So nine mil, right? right.
1: One year, 9 million for Evan Ingram.
2: Believe so. Uh, Offensive tackle, Cam Robinson,
1: Brian Scherf. We just got a, John Feliciano to play center for the Giants, also. So he's going to join Brian Dable and Joe Shane.
3: Yeah, I mean, could be, could be worse, I guess. Yeah, All okay, right. I don't think
1: we need him. Yeah,
3: yeah. If he can stay on the damn field,
2: dog. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump right into some Bills stuff here, because obviously the Bills have been busy as well. First off, we had the Isaiah McKenzie. Signing, which I think we were all happy to see. He's a player that we all love, and we've talked about on this podcast multiple times. And and what not not just what he brings to the field, but you know how much he loves being in Buffalo. And initially, I think I saw a bunch of reports, and Pat, you said you saw these too that he was signed for about eight million over two years. And um, half that. Now, yeah, I was going to say it's half that. Now that the numbers have actually come out, it's. His entire deal is worth 4.4 million over two seasons, and only 1.25 million of that is guaranteed. Um, that, so
1: that's crazy. When you got a guy like Zay Jones making 10, I mean, these receivers are making stupid money. And Isaiah said it. His comments after he signed the deal were all about how much he values loyalty. He said his best friends in the world he's had since he's been five, and then. Gabe Davis and Isaiah Hodgins and Stefan Diggs. He said he doesn't get to see Steph as much, but uh, he, like there was no question that he was going to come back here again. Same thing that we're seeing with some of these other guys, right? The the comment from the uh, set. What, what was the defensive uh, linesman's name? The first guy is 24 from Washington.
3: Oh, you're talking to him. Saddle.
1: Yeah. Settle. He said the same thing. He was like, I'm here to win a championship. Like I, as soon as I, knew I was going to be looking for teams. Buffalo was on my list to make something work.
3: Now, uh, speaking of cap room, how about these chargers dog? I mean, on paper, their defense should be a lot better. Did you see JC's going over there now too? Yeah, did. Yep. Oh boy. Them and the Jaguars arms race, man arms race. And really? Who else got it? Somebody else
1: signed in that division too, right?
2: Uh, no, the chargers also signed. Well, Mack. Yeah, Khalil Mack. Yeah, he's the guy I'm looking The, for the traded, people. I mean, it's crazy to see that some of these, you know, when we saw Amari Cooper get traded for what looked like peanuts and same thing with Khalil Mack, it's like a heavy contract is like, really is something that you don't want to take on these days in a salary cap world. And I mean, it'll be crazy in a couple of years when the salary cap is through the roof because of the TV deals. But man... So they re-signed uh, Mike Williams as well, which was yeah, He's making them. almost
1: $20 million a year also.
2: Yeah. So that's probably where the Stefan Diggs contract is going to be in the neighborhood oh, they gotta of. Yeah. I got to pay
3: him now. Yeah. So. And you and then, Mike Williams is quite nice though, I will say. Yeah.
1: The other thing about that is finally, it's good to see because the NFL yeah. seemed to like pause its aggression on... I don't know. I think they might have underestimated how good Pat Mahomes and some of these quarterbacks were, right? Because you didn't see a ton. I mean, the Broncos tried to get better, but bringing in Melvin Gordon and Drew Locke is not going to beat Kansas City. The Raiders are in mediocrity. Chargers have that young rookie quarterback, but somebody needed to be like, yo, take this destiny into my own hands here and start amping it up because we're not going to lose to Pat Mahomes every single year. Right. Like somebody has got to take him down. So th- these, this AFC arms race is getting crazy. And then you got Tom freaking Brady who's like, Oh, the AFC over there. Oh, I, I think yeah. me and Aaron are going to chill out. And uh, we're going to just chill in the NFC. Old man's club. Old man's club because (laughs) uh, we got Kirk Cousins signing a one year, 35 million fully guaranteed deal here. And good uh, good
2: day for Kirk's, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know. It's cool to see the NFL try to, and and the bills are a part of this too, right? These teams are trying to keep up with us. They're trying to keep up with Kansas City, but at least there's like ambition and being like, yo, we need to close the gap because there's a gap here.
3: Well, the thing that hurts with Tom too is that, you know, Rob Gronkowski's like that girl that's been leading you on for a long time. And you guys have hung out and had some, some great experiences. And then they say, Oh, Max is back in town later.
2: For those of you keeping track at home, we made it almost 10 minutes into the episode uh, without making a relationship metaphor. But for those of you <laughs> who had under 10 minutes, you have won the bet. Um, yes, <laughs> those who had over, I'm not
3: sure why you bet that, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I promise last metaphor from you, but <laughs> he did, he went back to his ex. So you could have had, you could have had a lot of fun with Joshua P Allen, Robert, you know, no. you could have retired a champion and a Buffalo bill, but maybe you just don't like the bills. Maybe you just said that Eric mold's bull because you wanted people to think that you were a real fan, but and they're whatever, like, yo, the, whatever, these,
1: these mafia people are kind of cool. And, and what I did to Trey White's not cool. So I'm going to try and get him to like
3: me again, but I <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Don't you expect to ever set foot? We ain't going to do any sort of commemoration for your career, Rob. <laughs> nothing. No Buffalo, Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. Nothing. You're barred. So the Bills also had a
2: couple of other signings today. They signed offensive guard Roger Saffold uh, from the Tennessee Titans. That'll be good. He originally we thought, okay, right guard. But as, as far as press conference went, he said that he's going to start at left guard. Um, which is currently where Ryan Bates was at the end of last season. So uh, Ryan Bates might be looking at right guard next year. Um, I believe they tendered him. Um, The bills will have a chance to match any offer given to Ryan Bates, as far as I know, or they can get a comp compensation pick. Right. Right.
1: um, I know it it was like over 6 million a year. You get a third round pick or something like that. I don't know.
2: Yeah. So the bills will be getting a comp pick for Trubisky. And possibly some nice. of these other
1: guys. I, I think 10 million a year is a benchmark for something. And depending on what the NFL, I'm going to search this. It because, might be different per position as well. But, um, uh, Mitch Trubisky 10. I mean, ah, uh, the well, Colt McCoy signed for what? 8 million a year today. Is
2: he still in Arizona? As a backup. Yeah. Well, it's for, it's for, if you lose, it's not just for RFAs. It's not just for RFAs. If it's a UFA, as long as they didn't get cut.
1: Yeah. Then it's limited to 32 per year. This is from NFL.com. Um, you can get comp picks between rounds three and seven based on the formula, which is not released by the league that takes into account the player's average annual salary per year, snap count and postseason awards, Then then you go into the Rooney rule talking about comp picks. But uh, I guess third round pick would be the highest that you could get. And uh, Mitch Trubisky seems like he would be in the salary range to garner that. Um, Ryan Bates might be looking, you might be looking less than that, maybe like a fifth or sixth, depending on the money. But I, I like the look of the offensive line. It'll probably look like this. I know it's early, minus a couple of competitions here and there, but Dawkins, Saffold, Morris, Bates, and Brown. Uh, left to right, there. Yeah. I don't know what do you guys think about that. So, I'd, be give it I'd, that. It, but, I'd be good with that. I'd be good with that
2: as long yeah. as Ryan Bates can keep up how he was playing at the back half of the season. And you know, obviously, that's also you know assuming that Spencer Brown has a really good second year, which I think all signs point to that. Um, but yeah, uh, also speaking of the offensive line, uh, Mitch Morse did a restructure uh, slash extension, um, so. And let me pull up the contract details on that because I believe it. Did lowered you see his com- comments? It, it lowered his cap hit. Yeah, his comments were pretty cool. Also, yeah, they he saved signed... two
1: million on the cap this year with him. Yep, and his his salary goes from eight to eleven.
3: What What exactly
1: did he say though? Uh He said that he doesn't want another quarterback to be under center for the rest of his career. He loves Buffalo. His family's here. His home is here now. He wants to retire a Buffalo he wants Bill. To retire yeah, a good bill, stuff, yeah. man. But think about it. You got three f- former pro bowl offensive lineman on this team now and a rookie who could be good. So
3: wait, so you're the guy from Tennessee was a pro bowler.
1: Yeah. All right. He's been in the league for 13 seasons. He's 33. He's, he's a, he's a mammoth of a guy.
2: Mitch Morris is a good guy. He's been apart at the end of, um, let's see what season it would have been 2020. We had some questions because he kind of got benched there for a second at towards the end of the season. Um, Obviously, didn't have anything like that since then, so that's that's good. But um, he he had a great season this year, and we've been flying through these. Honestly, I, I feel like we didn't even talk enough about Isaiah McKenzie coming back and how much that means. Because honestly, it also with them with Cole Beasley requesting a trade and yeah, Isaiah it all McKenzie solidifies coming, solidifies
3: that.
1: Well, how about this? Are you happy that Cole Beasley's making seven and Zay Jones making ten?
3: Hey Do man, see? you want to make money and be on a bad team? Be my guest, dog. You know, at the end of the day, it's not about money; it's about Ws. Tom Brady took way less money to be a seven-time Super Bowl champ. So, if they want that, if that's what you want, Zay Jones, an extra boat in your boathouse to say you played on the Jacksonville Jaguars, then go ahead. Because you know, at the end of the day, Zay Zay Jones can't say, "Yeah, I I had a crazy playoff performance." Because I don't even think he's ever played in a playoff game. Or if he did, then it was just this past year with the Raiders. But it's interesting
1: because a lot of the talk in the in the free agent world, will this guy take a discount? will this guy take a discount and uh, the majority of people want the bag. Not that, that they should be faulted for that. I don't think you know if you someone's offering me 84 million dollars to do something over the next four years, I'll probably sign the contract no matter what the job description is. And no matter who my boss is and no matter who's going to throw me the football, because I'm cashing a $21 million per year check, that's almost 500 grand a week, just like rolling in your bank account. So yeah. And it's not just
2: like, I mean, you have to think about it too, because these guys are giving, you know, their kids, the future, all that stuff, their grandkids, a future, you know, all that, all that. So I'll never fault anybody for going and taking the money and stuff like that. Cause I will, (laughs) Isn't it crazy that
1: you are paying Isaiah 5 million less than Cole Beasley though? Isn't that a good, that's good. Magic value, for the cap? Great yeah. value. But what, what would you say? They're about marginally better, right? I just saw Bruce tweet this. He's like, are they significantly better, marginally better, marginally worse or significantly worse? I mean, you see the subtraction from Phillips, but you have two new defensive linemen.
2: What do we you think know? about Phillips going to the Vikings now reportedly? I, I, That is the most surprising thing that I think has happened since free agency opened or not officially opened even yet, but like what what did he get about 20 million for four years? I haven't even seen contract details. Did those come out? I thought I saw like 19 and a half or for four years. He gets eight, eight and a half million in year one with 13 million guaranteed overall three year, 19 and a half million dollar deal. Wow. Well that, that was way above what a lot of the projections were
1: that is, yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of these numbers, I mean, we go back to Christian Kirk, he was projected over 10 million, right? And you, you look at, I mean, the tight end in Seattle that just signed three years, 24 million to be a tight end too. Right. That, I think this is just why your draft picks are so important because it's cost controlled. And I mean, think about this. Do we talk about having a player under control? You sign a wide receiver, DK Metcalf is playing on a four year, $11 million contract right now. Right. Like you, like that's so cheap. Who else? Second round receivers. I mean, Christian Kirk was second round receiver. Who else? Uh, the dude from
3: Justin Jefferson is making, but he's in the first right now.
1: He's a first year or he, he, he'll have the first year option. The fifth year option. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He's he's yeah. So first rounder money,
2: which is still way cheaper than a second contract wide receiver.
1: So his deal is four years, 13 million average of 3.2. So you that's why a guy like Gabe Davis and, and the other thing that the bills are doing right now is try to take care of the needs in the free agency market. So you can go get best player available in the draft at the cheapest price to keep these cost controlled contracts. Cause think about it. We had our defense had some cost control guys, but I mean at Oliver is not going to be cheap next year. Who, who else is on a value contract right now for us? Josh, one more year, Mackenzie. I mean, where's the value in our contracts at?
3: Like, who's the steal? Gabe Davis is the steal right now, right? I mean, one I of, imagine. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, because the, the whole admin situation is going to be quite a, whatever, I guess, value assessment this year. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: I was reading this. They were talking about this on WGR today. Um, Nate and Joe the price per position in the NFL. Guess what the second premium position in the NFL is right now behind quarterback.
3: It's left tackle, right? No, it isn't. It used to be. Well, I was reading, they were saying that, I don't know though because I was listening to this on the way back from work too. And they were something saying something along the lines of that. It's it's not linebacker because I know that they said, is it linebacker? Linebacker,
1: but but they split it. Because you can have outside linebackers that play the end and rush. So they have it split uh, middle linebackers average at 18 million is the second highest in the NFL. But then you have it split to defensive end, which comes in after wide receiver and then the end. So it's the fourth, um, yeah. but 18 million for your average linebacker in the NFL right now. I mean, are you getting that money as a pass rusher? And they were talking about how Tremaine just takes up space because he's so big and so fast, and that's what he's going to get the money for. But do you want that? Do you want to be that? Do you want to be the average NFL guy and pay your linebackers that, or would you rather commit that money somewhere else?
2: I think it's completely unique to the situation that that you're in for sure. But yeah, I have no idea. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, Brandon Bean seems to have this stuff under control. But
3: I guess we'll know exactly one year from now. <laughs> right
2: right <Perhaps.
1: laughs> well, um, it's also interesting because you don't really need to trade him because you're gonna get a third round compensatory
2: pick if he com- leaves compensatory compensatory yeah. pick yeah, yeah.
1: so and, and if you're trying to go all in you don't get rid of your, your player like that like you saw the reports a couple of weeks yeah. ago maybe there was talks with Pittsburgh Fredmans to re- reunite with his brother um and Mike Tomlin in their defensive guru over there. Uh, but I don't think that would be smart right now, but there's still, I think there'll still be a trade in the works. We don't have enough open roster spots for all of our draft picks.
0: Well,
2: yeah, yeah, obviously, you know, but during training camp, the roster goes as big as 90, I think. Right.
1: Yeah. But if you're going to, I mean, what, we lost two draft picks this year.
2: Yeah. We lost a lot of, uh, of guys off the practice squad. And honestly, that's an entirely other conversation that we can have. It's, you know, will we see Brandon being used? Some of these late round picks to trade up because they're losing these late round picks off the practice squad anyway. Because yep. these late round picks are not good enough to start on a loaded Bill squad, but they are good enough to, you know, make it on a squad somewhere else that doesn't have as as great of a back half of the roster. So if you're going to lose that asset anyway, and they lost that in uh, Wild Goose, I want to say the cornerback. What a name! Um, yeah, yeah wild goose, goose uh, is loose. and also Jack Anderson offensive lineman as well were two guys that got poached as well as um, you know, the guy who went to the giants, the quarterback um, Davis from Jake Fromm, Jake from oh, Fromm. Jake from yeah. Well, yeah. Davis from agency, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Jake Fromm got, got taken off the practice squad at the end of last season. So interesting to see how that helped, will go. But I think we've hit all of the major free agents as of now, like I said, We're taping this on Monday night, so there's a good chance that some good stuff is going to happen before this episode
3: comes out. But I mean, what about Amari Cooper to the Browns, too? I mean, straight fleecing.
2: Yep, yep. Let's get to some other NFL stuff in a second, too, because there's a a list we can get to. But I just want to let people know that um, if you do want to keep up with all the free agency stuff, make sure you uh, go bookmark that post on Buffalo Rumblings. Matt Warren's got the free agency tracker um, so you can keep track of all the signings, all the contract stuff. Very useful. Very useful. Uh, obviously, Anthony does BBR, so he'll probably be the most up-to-date podcast. Um, so make sure you're subscribed to Buffalo Rumblings so you get the Breaking Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm sure he'll be super busy this week. He, him and Matt are just going to be like at their computers 24-7 this week. But
1: Hot take. When this episode drops, give me one player that will be on the Bills that is not currently on the Bills. Mine's
2: uh, Chandler Jones. Mine is, I, I was going to say Chandler Jones too, but... <laughs>
3: Yeah. Cause I mean, did you guys know about Daquan Jones that they went to high school, like rival high schools, like Johnson city plays Union Endicott like every year. And it's like a huge deal. And I'm pretty sure Chandler played Jaquan when Chandler was a senior and, and Daquan was in 10th grade. Interesting. But, so, I mean, I guess they'd be Bill's fans sort of. A hometown a little bit, kind of,
1: but did you see Tremaine Edmonds and the, who's the, the D tackle we got from Washington? What's his name?
3: Oh, Tim, Tim Suttle.
1: They were teammates at Virginia Tech. But yeah, were they? A
3: couple of Suttle is
1: also only 24 as a yep. four-year starter in the NFL, and Tremaine Edmonds is also 23 as a four-year starter in the NFL. Right? Like it's just crazy. I saw a Drew tweet. It's youngster. like, what is Virginia Tech feeding these guys?
0: Hmm. I mean, who is running yeah. their
1: cafeteria? Because the they're, crazy. they're doing
3: something. Because I mean, if you look at it. I don't know if, I think they said he just got buried a little bit on the depth chart, but in 2020, I mean, he only started one game, played in all 16 and had five sacks. So, I mean, that'll be interesting. Who who does he play behind? Washington's got a good D-line. Yeah, I mean, they got like Montez Sweat um, and Chase Young at the the ends. But they have a, a, oh God, they spent like a number one overall pick on a defensive tackle too. his name I'm blanking on. But um, it's been a while though. Yeah, he was the he was in the 2018 draft, I'm trying to.
1: 2018 number 1 overall as a quarterback. Baker. Also the Browns about to trade Baker. Uh, oh, really? where are you hearing this from? Well, they just said that the, the they're dipping their toes into trade talk. They want to see how are they trying the to get interest to Sean? Is. Well, I saw Absolutely. that. Yeah, they they included Baker in a trade offer to the Texans, I guess. And remember, it's like speculative, but um they they were like trying to see what the city would say. What, what, what happens if you're the Colts and you offer the package you just got for Carson Wentz, do you trade two third round picks for Baker Mayfield to Cleveland right now without your replacement? If you're Cleveland, I don't think if you're Cleveland, you can trade Baker Mayfield without another guy with the way that their quarterback carousel
3: has gone. True. True. I mean, I, I think of all the places to step in having that, whatever solid of a running game this is a plus we'll, we'll see though you don't know what you got till it's gone and uh, like you said you don't want to jump the gun until you absolutely you know it's like leaving one job before you have an offer from another well it's um, like
1: do you really want to pay baker mayfield next year on a franchise tag or sign him to a contract worth 30 million a year Because somebody's gonna yeah like who would you rather have carson wentz or baker mayfield right now probably baker well,
3: honestly probably baker yeah i don't want either statistically speaking <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> that wasn't the question you asked though <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just happy that like we paid the right guy because i i'm still flabbergasted that the ravens haven't committed to lamar out of all these players you see lamar's outside. mom
1: is his agent
3: really queen yeah queen as she should <laughs> no that's crazy i I hope he's the first one to get paid, though, out of them. He's the he's the one that deserves it the quickest, and
0: yeah, maybe make, like Baker you guys said, really
3: deserve to get In paid. the previous episodes, he's waiting for other people to get paid so he can get the highest amount, um, perhaps. But I will. I'll tell you who I don't want on the bills
2: once this episode drops. I don't want Jarvis Landry. No, I'm not. No. I'm not interested. No, keep Cole Beasley at that point. He's, yeah, yeah.
0: There, I, I would
1: agree with that. Jarvis is the age that Cole was when he got here. So yes. he's what, 30. I heard him say that on the radio today too.
3: Well, um, and that's just not fair to Isaiah because if I'm in Isaiah McKenzie's situation, like I just rode pine for an entire season, like, you know what I mean? I, that would not be fair to him either. It'd be like, how much confidence do you really have in this guy? If, Plus Jarvis could probably play quarterback for um, the Cleveland Browns. The way he slings it around over there. Yeah. But you see
1: McKenzie's highlight in practice when he was being Lamar and he hit like (laughs) Gabe Davis on a streak down the field over the middle. I saw that. That was was pretty cool.
3: He has an NFL career passing touchdown too. So I mean, it's not
1: how many players on the bills outside of Josh Allen have passing touchdowns in the NFL. Well, I know Cole Beasley has one. Devin and, um,
2: Singletary caught that one from... That was from John Brown, so I guess he's not with the Bills anymore. I'm trying to Josh think. Josh
1: caught one from John Brown, right? Yeah. Yep. In the playoff the game? Col- in the Houston That was game. Texans,
3: yep. Cole Beasley threw one and Isaiah threw one, I knew. I'm um, trying to think Is there anyone else?
2: else. Steph hasn't thrown one. They tried to... They tried. Him. Yeah. Knox threw one.
3: Oh, yeah, he was did. Was, that it. was a two-point point two point conversion. conversion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. he shot put it because he had the broken, broken hand. hand yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I was
2: in that corner of the end zone for that game. But yeah. So I guess that's three guys. Four if you count Smokey Brown. Yeah. But interesting to see. I'd like to see them I don't I don't need a splash wide receiver. There's lots of these guys that are are getting paid buckets and buckets of money. And I I think that they, if they took a wide receiver in the first round, I would not be Mad or the second round, if they can hit on a second round wide receiver, who's another weapon for Josh, like they're set for a long time. Cause if you, if you're, if you have two, you know, with Gabe Davis at that position too, really coming into his own, if you have two wide receivers, your second and third wide receiver are on small contracts. Like that's, you're going to need that room, especially if you want to pay Tremaine Edmonds, Josh's contract is going to be taking bigger hits in the future, all that stuff. So
1: I'm just thinking about, even if you just have to pay digs more, Like that's okay to have a star prime wide receiver making twenty million if your other three guys combined are making less than ten. Right. Right. It's all about paying the right guys. I mean, Jacksonville dropped one hundred and fifteen million on the salary cap today, so we're gonna see how it how it works. Because they're
3: paying the guys. The question is,
1: (laughs) are they the right guys? Well, you see, you know, the NFL can be built in two ways. Like the Chargers are going all in the. Rams went all in and we have drafted and developed slowly. So I want to
3: see us come out here. Yeah. So you, you don't foresee any other medium to large name free agents coming in at the wide receiver position at this point? I don't know. On the record. I, don't, I would like to I don't see James, so.
1: Jameson Crowder come in. He's a name that I would be interested in.
3: Well, doesn't he play the same position, though, as Jarvis Landry Slott. as well? So.
1: Slot guys. Oh, yeah. But I mean, think about it. McKenzie c- could still have a role. And play four wide receivers, yeah, or f- four four wide receivers and a tight end.
2: I'm much more interested in. I mean, I want to take this with a grain of salt too, because there are some tight ends that have been getting paid these past few yeah. days that I would not have liked the salaries of if I was in my if my in my GM seat. Um, but and uh, like a good, a really good tight end too behind Dawson Knox would be would mean a lot for this offense to be able to run 12 personnel. It's all the stuff we were talking about with Gronk, all that stuff. You know, you could still look at some of the other guys out there, but you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't think that's a position you can afford to allot a lot, yes. a lot of cash for when you're the bills at this point, you're not going to be like the Patriots and go sign to $10 million guys, you know, in the, in the off season. So, but yeah, I don't know. If they don't add anybody in free agency, then probably look for, a tight end in the draft somewhere.
3: I mean, not to say that Tommy Sweeney is not cutting it or anything, but you could definitely be. There's a fall off there.
2: Yeah. I mean,
3: if you had
2: he's not a weapon, you know?
1: I'm curious to see because he's been injured twice. He had COVID and health problems with COVID and he's on his, what, fourth year now? He's in his fourth year. He's a big dude. So this season would really determine development with him. I think this is his... Is he worth the late round pick? Is our development can we really carry a player like that to become the best version of themselves? I think he'll be a good case study for that because he's been in the system, he's battled through stuff. Well, he he hasn't played garbagely. Like he hasn't. He has a couple highlights.
2: Yeah, yeah. But he's also not a. He's he's not a game breaker for sure. Not that you'd need that out of a tight end, too. But but it'd be nice. But. Anyway, well we're a little bit up against the clock here. So uh I think that'll wrap it up for this one unless you guys have anything else that we got to get to. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that's going to happen before this episode drops and people are gonna be like, Why didn't you talk about that? And it's well it hasn't happened yet. This is
3: Monday night. We'll, so we'll cover it on Wednesday. We'll do, we'll do. <laughs> so. Wednesday that's really Friday. Yes, exactly. Wednesday <laughs> that
2: comes out Friday, so but Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, you guys know where to find us on Twitter at Not Buff Podcast. Obviously, make sure you hit all the engagement buttons, like, subscribe, leave Buffalo Rumblings a review, check out the website, all that good stuff. Obviously, plenty of good podcasts besides us on the network. So so make sure you give them a listen. So We're going to get out of here, um, but stay safe, guys, and go Bills. Go Bills.